Hello, my name is Feather, and you are listening to Splintercast Reads, The Bands of Warning. When we left off, there was a crazy weird ship, and things were happening, and Wax saw his sister and wanted to throw the whole plan out the window, and Wayne was like, maybe wait for like four seconds before you do that and think. So, I want to know what's going on, so let's continue. Chapter 19. Let's go. We are with Marasi again. And she is inside the ship. Yep. Look like you belong. The first rule of impression is to belong, the candor had said. There's... I, I mean, I definitely would say that's a good piece of advice if you're sneaking into somewhere you're not supposed to be. Look like you are supposed to be there. <laughs> Felt as if she were dancing naked in the middle of a Lindell's hole. That's... That's one way to put it. So, uh, Melan has sprouted a lock picking set from her hand. <laughs> Yee. Well, Marasi says she ought to interview her sometime to talk about the trends in society. Marasi's such an analyst. <laughs> she keeps her brain in her thigh right now in a solid metal compartment. Interesting. If you damage that part of a candra, will they actually, like, sustain the injury? Like, will they lose memories or something if you hit them there? Eh. <laughs> so Melan starts pulling books off the bookshelf because people don't like to read. They like to be seen as someone who reads. But then they found the actual safe and she just knocked the rest of the books off for completeness's sake. Melan certainly can do a lot of things with her body. She's currently trying to crack the safe. Ugh. Now Melan's talking about the way things used to be. About <laughs> all the different... She's like, they were just people. It wasn't all that different from the way you have it right now. Ah, and Marasi found a book from Irik. And she's pretty much figured out that they didn't build the ship. They found it. Oh, yikes. Cages. Oh, she's found cages. So, I'm actually kind of uh, reminded of, I don't know if any of you watch The Hundred, but I'm a big fan of The Hundred, and The Hundred actually has a scene where there's, like, a room that's just full of cages to hold people, and it's really creepy looking, and that's kind of what I'm picturing here. Ooh. <laughs> Marasi... It does not seem to have picked up on the fact that these are probably cages for people. She's like, what did they keep in here? Guard dogs? Mm, I'm guessing, guessing uh, they kept people in here. Oh, there's something in there. Okay, she's calling it a thing. Maybe it isn't a person. Horrible faces of red and black with deep, dark eyes. So these are Raylor's monsters. Uh, and it said, please. Oh, okay, so this is probably where they actually keep their hemallergic experiments. Yuck. Don't play with hemallergy, children. It's like blood magic. Don't. Both of those things are bad for you. Don't do it. And here we go. We have, we are back with Wayne, who I believe was going to impersonate that engineer that they either knocked out or killed. Huh. So Wayne's thinking there's something wrong, and I'm wondering if he means something wrong with his defense. Or not his defense, his disguise. Hmm. 
And now Wayne is talking in techno battle. The lattice supports of apricity are completely liminal. Can't you see the forebode malefactors are starting to bow? Got a full-blown bannock on our hands at any minute. <laughs> Alright. Okay, so Telson is, is in here. Alright. And two people that Wayne is calling Tweaked Leg and Thick Neck. Okay. <laughs> the coronals are completely nephilogenous? Nephilogenous? Nephilogenous, okay, right there. About to have a full blown case of cymelolagnia if somebody doesn't do anything. I can't even say these words, man. And he got him out of the room. And Wax is going in. So, sweet. I wonder if we're about to switch to Wax to see the Telson reunion. Yep. <laughs> oh, nope. We're, we're going back to Marasi and Melan. Ooh, okay. Okay, so it's, so it's a mask. It's a person in a mask. So, I was right. It's a cage for a person. Oh. Huh. So they found the spike. They got the safe open. They found their little allomantic grenade, but they they left the person behind. We can't leave him. They don't touch each other's spikes. Interesting. Come on, you should take the banknotes. They're bad people. You're not stealing from them for yourself. You're trying to disable your opponents by taking away their capital. Come on, take the banknotes. Okay, good. We're going to let the, the guy in the cage out. Oh, man. Okay. I feel like... This guy might uh, reveal you because he doesn't seem to necessarily be going for stealth. He said please, so he seems to speak their language. And they said there was a language barrier with the southern, with who I am presuming to be the southern Skadrians. Um, also, I find it, um, I just realized they brought in an expert in antiverdant languages, but this language probably isn't from before the. Catasandre. It's from if he's from. They're probably from Southern Skadriel, which probably have a wildly different language. So, unless somehow, I wonder if preservation tried to influence the people to make sure their language didn't change and drift. That would be intriguing. Yeah, Melon's singing like I'm. If he alerts the guards, I'm blaming you. Oh, there's blood all over the floor. Yikes. So there's no body, but there's there's blood. Ew. He says please again. Maybe he doesn't actually speak their language. Maybe he just learned that word. Hmm. Okay. Now we're with Wax. We get to see Telson. Oh, she's hugging him. Oh, good. Maybe she isn't a traitor. Okay. And she's crying. Good. Your uncle pretends that she's his guest. Gross. Come on, suit. Gross. Dang. Telson shot him. Telson is not having any of this captivity. They just got the, the guy walked back in and Telson, like, didn't even hesitate. Oh, that's the, oh, he's the guy that Wax fought on the train. So he would have been a, the leecher, I guess? Okay. Proof that there's life past the roughs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they they seem to think he's one of the others. Southern Skadrian. Southern Skadrian. Okay. Oh, I feel really bad for this little masked dude. 
How long had he been in the cage, trapped in the darkness, listening as, listening as his friends were taken, tortured, and killed? Huh. Reminds me a little bit of... Shut up. Don't don't judge me. Colin from Dragon Age. Okay. I... Oops, I kicked my desk. I like Colin a lot. So fight me. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, continuing. Hmm. He straps on one of the discs by its cloth ties and lets out a relieved sigh. Hmm. I wonder if they're metal minds to store identity or something. Also, I'm also wondering why he wears the mask. And mostly because it's making me think of uh, Iatil from Stormlight Archive. Um, kind of had a theory going around. Like, I'm pretty sure we know that Mraze is a world hopper in Stormlight Archive. And Iatil has said that she's like his mentor. And I've wondered if she's like his mentor in world hopping and like she's from another world. Now I'm suddenly wondering if she's a southern Skadrian. Hmm. Oh, and gunshots. <laughs> so, and that's the end of the chapter. So here we go. Chapter 20. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, Telson is not messing around. She's ready for murder mode. <laughs> and Wax is like, we kind of need to be stealthy. Uh, okay. Oops. Great. On one hand, he couldn't blame her. On the other hand, this was going to be rusting inconvenient. Yeah, I guess if they heard gunshots, you don't need to worry about not burning. The planks were smoother than the deck of any ship he'd seen. And the gunwells were like crenellated tops of an old fort or tower. Hmm. I wonder what... I'm trying to picture it. I don't think I'm quite getting it. Okay, so they're using a speed bubble to get away. Oh, cool. They do still use the term haze killer for people who hunt elementers. Trained haze killer hitmen. Two minutes of slow time. Yeah, that can go very quickly. Okay, so they're making a plan. Oh, no. Telson had not stayed put. She's climbing down. Gosh dang it, Telson. Come on. Just let your brother get you out of here. He does this sort of thing for a living. I wonder if wax... So you can't... The bullets can't, like, enter a speed bubble and stuff without deflecting. You can't shoot out of them. But could you... Could wax steel push on a bullet that was outside of a speed bubble that he was inside of? Like, give it a big shove of force, and then... I don't know. Would that work? Can you do that? I don't know. Anyway, let's continue. Ugh. Oh, goodness. Oh my gosh, there killing. Trying to kill Wayne. Yikes. Knock him down and keep shooting. Yikes. Oof. He got a one clipped on his shoulder, so I guess there's some aluminum in there, too. <laughs> He's managing to pick out which ones of them are firing aluminum. In the midst of a firefight, he can track bullets back to their source like that? Dang. I think he may... D didn't we get confirmed that he's a steel savant? Like, that that seems very savant right there. Dang, he just crumpled the side of the ship and they're going inside. Yeah, let's like figure out where the weapon systems on this sucker are. Telson, you've kind of just like double messed up the plan. Like, first of all, you shot the gun, which means no more stealth. And then you also didn't stay put, which got 
Wayne, like, in major trouble. So, oh, we've got Alamancers. Three coin shots? Yikes. Oh, snap. Thank you, Renette. The shotgun worked beautifully. Well, but we're out of rounds, unfortunately. That's unfortunate. Okay. Nice. Oh, good. Marasi threw her grenade and trapped the enemy. That is so nice. So nice. Nice. Okay, so he's got he got the one of the other enemy alamancers. Good job, guys. Work together. <laughs> this doesn't hurt, Milan said, but it's not particularly pleasant either. Oh, she's like being a human or Kandra shield, I guess. Yeesh. <laughs> so Wax charged the cube back and gave it to her, so they've got a nice steel push. Oh, the masked man is here. Oh, yeah, he doesn't speak their language, it seems. Foot and stall, he whispered in all. Alamancer, Marasi said. Hanar Kongi? I have no idea what it means. Hmm. Oh, please must be the only word he knows. Oh, please, please. Ah, good, okay, yeah, one of the guys, she, so she charged her cube up, and one of them grabbed the cube, and she dropped him with the aluminum bullet. Good. Nicely done. Good teamwork, guys. So I wonder if there's a way, can they do Allomancy without charging the grenade? Or will it always charge when it's near them? Oh, oh, I guess they could turn the switch off, but they probably won't do that right now. I've forgotten there. Oh no. She's shot. Someone shot Marasi. Oh no, Marasi got shot. Okay, at least the masked guy and Melon are helping her to shelter, but oh no. Okay, Whew, man, these firefights, they seem to go really quickly. All right, Wax. Oh, we're back with Wax. He's soaring high above the floor of the warehouse, zipping past the catwalks. Nice. Okay, so he led away one of the other Alamancers. Coin shot versus coin shot. Ooh, crossbows and wooden shields. Yikes. <laughs> he just increases his weight and breaks the catwalk. Okay. Ah, and Wax got him with by distracting him with the toy. Nice. <laughs> Wax, why are you wearing your mist coat? If you guys were trying to sneak in, that doesn't seem terribly inconspicuous. But I guess you gotta look good in the middle of the fight, so it was a good thing you did. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, statistically, one of them had to get hit. Aside from Melon, who doesn't count because she wasn't trying not to get hit. <laughs> Wayne threw it. They've got to get that back. Don't lose it, Wayne. I wonder, hey, I wonder if you could get extra alimantic power out of it. Like, let's say Wayne burns... What is it? It's not cadmium. It's the other... It, it, Wayne burns Bendeloy, um, creates a speed bubble, and charges the device as he does so. When he then lets go of it and throws it, does, like, obviously the cube isn't burning metals. Is Was it, like, sapping part of his metals to charge up? Or is he getting, like, double time his own bubble and then the cube's bubble for the same amount of Bendeloy because all he used was the Bendeloy to charge it? I don't know. I would imagine that there's not a good way to cheat the system like that because that would go against... Brandon's very scientific magic systems. So I'm assuming that... I bet that the charging the cube takes more of your metals 
than normal. Or like maybe your allomancy isn't as strong when you're charging. I don't know. I kind of want to know though. How does this little cube work? We need Sigzel here. We got to do some experiments, guys. Yikes. Men streaming out of the buildings in the village. Dozens. And he had a sinking feeling of dread. Yeah, how long until y'all's medals give out? Until someone with a crossbow or an aluminum bullet gets lucky and hits him. Yeesh. Yeah, this is not... You guys are way outnumbered. You are outgunned. Outmanned. Outnumbered. Outplanned. We gotta make an all-out stand. Gonna need a right-hand man. Okay, I'm sorry. I like Hamilton, too. I don't know if you guys have listened to Hamilton. But if not... Go listen to the Hamilton soundtrack, because it's fantastic. Twain's oh, got a crossbow bolt sticking from his thigh. Yeesh. We need to find her one of those gold mines that can be used by anyone. Please and thank. <laughs> Tulson looks intense. Okay, Tulson, this is kind of your fault. Maybe you should be, like, maybe a little apologetic that you've brought down hordes of enemies upon them by not sticking to the plant. Like, she's probably not good at this, so I can cut her some slack, but it's kind of her fault. Oh, outside the ship it had gone unnervingly quiet. I wonder if Suit's gonna show up and try to make a deal with them. Okay, Telson's bloodthirst is starting to freak me out. I want to kill them. I need more bullets. Whew, okay, Wayne got the grenade. Sweet. The masked man is trying to show us something. I would follow him because y'all really don't have any other options. And he's probably leading you somewhere cool. Huh. We found a trap door. Okay. Oh no. It's going to be hard for her to catch it. Okay, good. Wax, wax got her and pushed them both up. Oh. Oh, he, t he changed medallions. Interesting. Huh. He can change... Languages. How did you change languages? Oh, the linguist in me is suddenly fascinated. I'm always... I love technology, like in fiction and fantasy, that lets you speak another person's language without learning it first. Because I always want to know, how does it actually work? Do you speak your own language and, like, the device translates for you? Do you actually, like gain a knowledge of how the language works? Are you, like, if I, as a linguist, were to use one of these devices, would I be able to figure things out about the new language that I'm speaking? Like, how much control do you have over, like, I'm probably not supposed to fixate on this, but suddenly there's language change involved and I'm in. Oh, so, okay. Whew. Touching the skin, please, maskless barbarians. Except you, metallic one. You will not need one, yeah? <laughs> metallic one. Is that... Uh, is metallic one wax or is metallic one melon? The medallions make you lighter. Ha! Huh, it's a metal mine. Cool. <laughs> what do the masks mean? I'm, I'm now becoming more convinced that Iatil might be one of the southern Skadrians. And this is fascinating to me. <laughs> Great metallic one. Even even the cute one. Who's the cute one? <laughs> what? Huh. They're in they're in a little lifeboat that you can push away from. Okay. 
slid out of the hole, like a drawer in a dresser being opened. Huh. All right. Okay, then. That's the end of that chapter. I think I get one more. Come on, please. Please tell me I get one more. Please. Chapter 21. Okay, yes, this is this is my last chapter for the night, but... Okay. Hmm. He's lifting all of them. Oh, it's the medallions. So they're all super light. Huh. That's how he's able to push on them. But how did you get... How did he get a language out of one of them? Was it copper mind, maybe, with knowledge of how to speak their language? I don't know. How does it work? I'm so fascinated. I'm so fascinated. (laughs) Okay. They're supposed to use a different title each time they refer to a metal board. (laughs) This guy is so cute. Oh, please don't launch a coin directly into my skull. Oh, they're flying ships. Yep, yep, that's what I thought. I thought there might be flying ships. Flying ships that run off on Allomancy. Fascinating. Alik never far. Tolman. Alik. I really like Alik. I have a feeling he's also going to be a fave character of mine because, like, fun and interesting, but also sad and tortured because listen to all his friends die. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure... Uh, sorry, I keep thinking about Iatil. I'm pretty sure Iatil's mask is red and black. Um, I'm gonna have to go look, because I, I remember thinking... We thought it, we, we thought it might be Carapace, because it sounded Parshindi almost, but... Mm, I'm gonna, I'm committing kind of hardcore to that theory right here. Oh, he got Steris. Aww. Good. Let's not leave Stairs behind. I'm glad she's okay. I was afraid they were going to maybe, like, go find her or something. Nice. Seven people and supplies. <laughs> he doesn't know where Lindell is, of course. Okay, Telson wants to talk. <laughs> maybe not the time, Telson. <laughs> if you look in Telson's eyes, all you find is coldness. Yikes. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried about Telson. And Edwarn found the weapon. I wonder if he's found the bands. One mountain separating the basin from the roughs. Hmm. Yep, so he's found the bands of mourning, and they need to get to it first. That's kind of a scary thing, though. Like, I don't know that I'd even want our main characters with the bands of mourning. The Lord Ruler was crazy powerful. Oh, so she wants to take the flying ship and go for it. I'm a little worried that Telson might want the bands of mourning. I'm I'm just worried about Telson in general. <sighs> Marasi's talking about the path. Um though she's she's not Pathian, she's a survivorist. Yeah, survivorists like Marasi herself. Ahaha. Oh, <laughs> Melon is putting some flesh into Marasi's wound. Can she can she donate some of her flesh? Oh yikes. <laughs> Melon took a bite of Marasi in order to make uh, to make a graft. Ooh. Oh. oh, she 
slurped up some of Morassi's intestines. Or what was in Morassi's intestines. Yikes. That's that's pretty horrifying. Kendra are cool, though. <laughs> Melon, of course she was asking if she was going to die today. She went, Is she going to die from the wound? Don't be cute. <laughs> oh, okay. Wax is giving her his mist cloak for modest- or mist coat for modesty. That's nice. <laughs> so Wax is asking about the degradation of hemallergic spikes when they're outside of the body. And Melon's like, how'd you know about that? Ah, uh, because he has Spook's book. Mm, yeah. Did we really come here for the spike or even your sister? Nope, we came to stop suit. So, there's a spot labeled Second Sight. Temple reported to be up here. How did we get a temple for the Bands of Mourning? Who built this temple? Sliverists? But if so, why was it lost? It's only been 300 years. That's not... that's not an excessive amount of time. Yeah, the man's been through a lot. They must have tortured and murdered his friends. He doesn't deserve an interrogation. Oh, he wasn't pensive, he was cold. Everyone up here in the land of the Sovereign. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Marasi should not uh, tell him that she's also an Alamancer. That seems like something that they should keep under wraps. Actually, I think Steris is the only non-Alamancer aside from Melan. Runestel. Hmm. To find the Sovereign's temple. So the Sovereign is the Lord Ruler. Is it Credic Shaw, perhaps? Like the, the ruins of Credic Shaw? Did Harmony hide them away in the mountains somewhere? That'd be interesting. No, wait. No, yes. Okay. Yes. I was like, we saw Credic Shaw last, last book, but we didn't. We saw the Pits of Hathsin last book. Hmm. The Sovereign was our king from three centuries ago. He told us he was your king first, and your god. Okay, so there's an, possibly another lord ruler? Or... <laughs> I wonder, was Yeoman right all along that the lord ruler didn't actually die? Did he just whisk himself away to southern Skadriel somehow? <laughs> but if you wish me to revise my beliefs in order to... Oh, goodness. The sovereign came about ten years... After the ice death happened, the land was soft and warm, and now it's harsh, and broken, and frozen. Yeah. Wait, did, so did Harmony not move them? Because, so, okay, so originally the final empire was at the North Pole, and then we had the Southern Skadrians at the South Pole, and it was too hot at the equators because the Lord Ruler moved the planet too close to the sun, hence the ash mounts to keep the temperature down. But they still had to live at the poles to even be survivable. So then Harmony figures out where the planet's supposed to be, puts it back like it's supposed to be. And I believe he moved Elendel off of the poles. They're not on the poles anymore. But now Alik is saying that there, there was a big freeze. Did Harmony not move the other people off of their pole? What? Huh. So he must have a... Did they survive using the one that stores heat? I can't remember which one it is. Interesting. The medallion stores heat. 
So he can only have one medallion on at the time. All five peoples extinct. Hmm. He started the Fire Mothers and Fire Fathers. We live to fill these medallions so the rest of us may leave our homes and survive in this too cold world. And then they figured out the rest. I don't think it was him. I don't think it was the Lord Ruler. I'm pretty sure he was dead. But maybe. I don't know. I'm doubting everything. Okay. <laughs> it is stored with the ability to give yourself a sliver of holiness. Huh. So it's Nicrosil. Hmm. So the rings are Nicrosil. The iron's just... So the Nicrosil is what gives them the ability to invest. Huh. But how do they gain the ability to tap the Nicrosil in the first place? Or I guess you have you have someone who's blanked themselves fill the Nicrosil, and then it doesn't have an identity associated with it so anyone could tap it. Wait. Wait. Wait and connection? Hold up. Wait a second. Connection? He's speaking their language through spiritual connection? Oh man, I totally underestimated that power. Oh, I thought that was just like relationships. Like it would make people, it make it easier to... What? You can gain languages by tapping and storing connection? What? That's the coolest thing. Okay, I've always wanted to be an alamancer. Like, I've always wanted to be a coin shot. But dang, if you can give me other languages with connections, sign me up for Ferrokimi. Like, I'll take it. Ah, oh, so Alex here for the Bands of Mourning, too. Everybody wants them. Okay, so they're saying the Lord Ruler built the temples. <laughs> so they think it's a challenge. He'd left the bands there for himself, so why would he let priests tell us about them if he didn't want us to come claim them? Oh, <laughs> and they've decided they're going for the temple. Who's going to keep the bands, though, if y'all find them? Like, <sighs> this is fascinating. I'm so fascinated. Okay, so now we've learned a little bit about ferrochemical nicrosil. Um, so, I don't know, because the... The Nicrosil is giving investiture. Do they or do they all have Nicrosil and then possibly two other powers? So they actually have three? I don't know. I don't know how it works. I need... This is very complicated, but very fascinating. And I'm especially interested if it's actually ferrochemical connection that is allowing him to talk to them. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Anyway... That is, in fact, three chapters. So, this is Feather. Signing off. I'll see you guys on the other side.